Welcome to the Wisconsin Football Coaches Podcast with your hosts, Tom Swiddle, Tom Yashinsky, and Paul Navinsky. Now let's join the guys. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Wisconsin Football Coaches Association Podcast. I'm Tom Swiddle, head coach at Wauwatosa East and past president of the WFCA. I am joined by my co-host, Tom Yashinsky, head coach at Onalaska and Northern Vice President of the WFCA, and Paul Navinsky, former coach at Mosinee and a WFCA Hall of Famer. Gentlemen, we are fastly approaching one of the WFCA signature events, the WFCA All-Star Games. The WFCA All-Star Games are scheduled for Friday, July 14th, 6 p.m. for the eight-player game, and Saturday, July 15th, 12 noon for the small schools and 4 p.m. for the large schools. All games are at Titan Stadium on the beautiful campus of UW Oshkosh. The All-Star Games are a really big deal. Not only do we raise money for Children's of Wisconsin, but we give 220 players one last chance to play a high school game before they go off to college. By the way, next week's podcast will feature Children's of Wisconsin's partnership with the WFCA for All-Star Games. Gentlemen, I know all three of us have coached in the All-Star Games, and I'm wondering if you wouldn't mind sharing one or two favorite memories you have from that experience. Paul, let's start with you. Yeah, Tom, I was fortunate enough to coach in three of them. Um, All three were wonderful. The experience is a life-altering experience. Um, Probably one of my most memorable moments was when one of the patients that came to speak to us gave me this blue angel. I, and that was like in 1997, I carried that blue angel to every football game that I coached in in my pocket. It was that special to me. And, and I've always used the expression that strong legs run so weak legs can walk. And it, it's been, it's been incredible. My experience with the, with the all-star game. That's fantastic. And you and I had the pleasure of coaching against each other in the 2007 All-Star Game. Yeah, you you beat us in overtime. Yeah, it was a heck of a game. It was a heck of a game. Double overtime. Double overtime. Yeah, yeah. Tom, your memories. What what do you remember from your All-Star Game experience? Yeah, I coached in 2018 and um you know like like what Paul said just when they when they bring the kids in from Children's Hospital, that's a really moving day and you get to see uh, your athletes in a little bit different setting than than just the competitive nature of the week. Um, so that's a really touching day. Uh, but also the memories and the the friendships that you create with other coaches from other staffs that are, are all come together. You know, I know John Tackman from St. Croix Central is a guy that um, was an assistant with me at the All-Star Game. And actually, he was at the small school. I was at the large school, but we're at the same campus. And we've become really good friends over the past five years because of that. And getting to coach with Mike Sins and Tony Biolo, Mark Kramenecker, and and just a bunch of guys that were really good guys that that I'm still friends with and will remain friends with in this game for a long time. Um, so th- those are the things that that I remember and, and will take forward. And, and I'm sure I'll coach that game again someday. It's just not going to be until my kids are a little bit older and able to, to handle the summer without mom having to be home. <laughs> yeah, you know, I have a similar... Uh, experiences with the All-Star Game as you guys. Um, like Paul, I, I've been uh, in three All-Star Games. I was the head coach for the South twice. And then last year, 
um, the tables were turned on me. One of my ex-players and uh, one of my best friends, uh, Jake Walter from Whitefish Bay, was the head coach. And I had asked Jake to be on my staff uh, both in 2007 and in 2016. So he returned the favor last year. So it was great uh, being an assistant rather than the head coach for a game and also uh, reuniting with, with Jake Walter. Um, you know, and I had a, a special situation in 2016. My, my son played um, for me in the All-Star game. Um, in 2007, he was, I don't know how old he was, nine years old or something. And he was our uh, like team ball boy manager running around the whole week. I remember him walking up to all of the all-star players and asking them for their autograph. Like to him being around those, those high school all-star guys was like talking to a green Bay Packer. And he still has that book of autographs from 2007 somewhere. And we talk about that every now and then. Um, but then getting back to him, you know, being able to play in the game while I was coaching was tremendous. Paul? Yeah, Tom, I had a similar experience. It's really wild. My my son was the manager ball boy in 2007 also. And then I got a chance to coach him in 2012. And that experience, he told me when he's a ball boy, I want to play in this game sometime. And uh, it's an awesome experience. Yeah, it sure is. And, and you know, we're going to celebrate the All-Star game today by uh, talking with one of our, our sponsors for the game. Um, one of our partner, I'll call it sponsor of the all-star game is the United States Marine. And I should know exactly how many years they've been with us. I think it's around 10. I apologize if that's off a little bit, but uh, the, the Marines have been a big part of our all-star game experience for a long time. And um, I, I like our relationship with the Marines because I think it, it brings some flair to the game. I mean, just having them involved brings something that we certainly would be lacking if they weren't a part of it. With us today is Major Nathan Blackwell, commander of the recruiting station in Milwaukee. And Major Blackwell, welcome and thank you for joining us. Hey guys, thank, thank you for having me today. I know you've been a very busy man of late. I have to ask you, have you gotten any good night's sleep? Uh, it's 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 been a little rough. Uh, my wife gave <laughs> birth to our fourth boy on uh, uh, the 26th of June, so we're going on two weeks now with a newborn in the house. But uh, we're we're doing all right. Baby's sleeping well. Uh, big kid too. I think he might be my biggest. He may end up being six two or six three. Hopefully, run down the field to catch a football maybe. So <laughs> that would be fantastic. Major Blackwell, I know what the WFCA thinks about our relationship with the Marines. Um, how do the Marines view this relationship and being a part of the game? Yeah, it, for, for us, we, we really enjoy the, the opportunity just to do some of the community outreach here. This year, we did our best to reach out to the student athletes to help them uh, with the fundraising itself. I'm not, I'm not sure uh, how well we did this year in comparison to last year, but the community service aspect is something that, that uh, my people really look forward to. Um, because it's just a great cause. You know, we get to get out, expend some of our efforts, use some of our skills, uh, work with some of the student athletes and uh, raise some money uh, for Children's of Wisconsin. And that's what we really, really like about it. I know, you know, working closely with, with you and your staff, how much time and effort that, that you guys put into this. I mean, this isn't something that you just show up at and 
you know, enjoy the day. There, there is quite a bit of, of uh, people, boots on the ground, doing things to make this the way you would like it to be. Um, do you want to mention any of the people who work alongside with you and, and some of the guys? I mean, I've worked with some of them that I know, but, you know, who are, who are the key guys for you that, that really put this event together for you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, I'll start with, uh, I got about 90 different Marines that are spread across my area of responsibility, which is most of Wisconsin, Upper Peninsula, Michigan, and Northern Illinois, uh, Northwestern portion of Illinois. Um, so I got, got, got them spread across the, the area. And then kind of the, the key people that really make this happen, I'll start with a local guy, um, Captain Jordan Olison. Uh, he's from Oshkosh originally, actually grew up. Uh, played football for his local high school there, joined the, joined the Marine Corps um, from UW-Madison. He did our, our uh, ROTC program there, um, became an officer for us, infantry officer for us, worked for me a couple of years ago. And then when I got orders to come up here to Wisconsin, uh, I called Jordan and uh, said, hey, bud, any, any interest in going home to Wisconsin for a few years? And, uh, and he said he would. So he he does a lot of the moving, shaking behind scenes. Uh, and then my uh, Sergeant Major, Sergeant Major Stockman, um, those two guys, I got a staff of about 15 people, but those two guys really lead the charge with organizing uh, the logistics and uh, the, the funding stuff that we need to do in order to support this event. I have had uh, several conversations and a couple of meetings with Captain Olson, and uh, he's a very thorough guy. And uh, um, I have to tell you, and I told him this yesterday, but I have to tell you, Major Blackwell, what a pleasure it is to work with him and how efficient and, I mean, every detail. Um, he's got it, you know, mapped out and, you know, even reminds me of things that we have missed, you know, from uh, previous years. You know, hey, what about this? We did this. Oh, yeah, you're right. We did do that. Yeah, let's do that again kind of thing. And. And uh, yeah, so you, you've got a good one there. I, I can tell you that. I can understand why you wanted to bring him along. Um, the Marines touch on, on the All-Star Game experience is extensive. It's not just on game day, although there's quite a bit, a few things that happen on game day. But, you know, you're involved in, in, in so many different aspects of the All-Star Game, one of which is you traveling to the three training sites and and working with uh, the players and the coaches um and this year uh, my understanding is you're going to be doing a leadership talk with them uh, give us uh, some background on that what are what are some of the things that that our all-star game players and coaches can expect yeah great great opportunity throughout the week as as much uh, as much fun as as the flair and stuff is on on Friday and Saturday and when we have the games I'm very much looking forward to this year being able to get out and mix it up with the players and the coaches during the week I didn't have that opportunity last year cuz I just moved up to Wisconsin last summer right before the the games um but uh, this year we're just going to uh, I'm just going to travel around meet up at the at the different sites on Tuesday Wednesday and Thursday uh, during kind of some downtime, not not trying to take away from any field time, uh, but uh, just discuss some things uh, with the student athletes that uh, are oriented on helping them be successful at the next level. You know, going to college, not necessarily just playing football, but just life stuff. You know, you know, I'll tie it to football as well. I've spent a lot of my um, as much of my time on the football field as I possibly I possibly can. Played in high school, uh, enlisted in the Marine Corps, and then 
uh, after four years of enlistment, I played, played college ball for a few years at a small school down in Kansas. And so I'm very drawn to the game, um, but uh, I'll just travel and I'm going to talk a lot about uh, habits. I'm going to talk about habits that uh, not just build skill, but that also builds resiliency and how over time uh, that actually builds a young man's impact. So when he looks at uh, departing um, high school and going to college or going into the workforce or finishing college, going to the workforce, you're going to have family some days. What are the things that are going to help you uh, be successful at your place of work, in your home and in your community? And that's what a lot of my talking points are kind of tethered to. And I'll be reaching out to the coaches uh, today to see if there's anything specific that they would like me to talk about um, within the theme of the week that they have for each one of their teams individually. And I've heard you speak before, or rather eloquently, I might add, on not only what you've just mentioned now, but also sort of the, the uh, things that are sort of common themes for the Marines and, and those who choose to play football. I mean, there's a real relationship there that I've heard you comment on. Um, does that bring anything to mind that, that uh, you know, you might want to mention, you know, because you, you have spoken on, on that before. Yeah, and I got to, I got to, we'll take a pause and I just got to say thank you for saying eloquent. I don't think anybody has ever described me as, I've been called a lot of things. Never. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I think I said it last year, Kansas public school systems education. I've been hitting the head a lot, um, but uh, uh, th there is a lot of relationship between uh, definitely the sport of football and what we do in the Marine Corps. And most of the time you can tie those, uh, tie those to various aspects in our culture. Um, uh, you talked about Captain Olson's uh, detail and the work that he does. That's just kind of the expectation of where we are. You know, we uh, in, in the Marine Corps, there is great detail of what we expect uh, with all of our work. And I was actually going back through some of my notes um, uh, from the uh, meeting in March. Was it March in Madison when we had yes. a conference? Great conference. And I always I grew up a K-State fan growing up in Kansas. So I hate to give uh, Coach Leipold too much uh uh, too much praise, but his his presentation was outstanding. I was extremely impressed. I walked out of there with five pages of notes. But uh, some of the very small things, be on time, uh, be coachable everywhere, uh, uh, give us your best effort, uh, represent your university, your family, uh, and yourself appropriately. Um, and then uh, my favorite one was how we do one thing is how we do everything. And that kind of speaks to the habits. The habits that I have within my own household are the habits that I'm going to have in the weight room. And those are the habits that I'm going to have at practice. And those are the habits that I'm going to have on Friday night um, under, under the lights. And so um, we, we, approach, um, we approach our profession in the Marine Corps the same way that I think most football coaches try to get their teams to approach the game of football, be a student of the profession, be detail-oriented your work, give your best effort at all times, understand that the repetitions that, um, that you have on the practice field, the manner in which you um, execute those repetitions, that's the same way you're going to do it on Friday night in front of your, uh, in front of your families underneath the lights. Um, so we, we very much uh, are, are similar um, there. Paul? Major Blackwell, first of all, thank you for your service to this country and congratulations on the birth of your fourth child. I, I told you off camera that I spent six years in the military. It had a major impact on my life, not only personally, but professionally coaching, teaching, the things you're talking about, the discipline. Can you kind of 
go back and sum up why you joined the Marines and what really was your driving force? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. So I, I joined the Marine Corps right at the beginning of, of the most recent war. Um, and we, we invaded uh, Iraq in 2002. I, I enlisted that summer um, and I went to boot camp shortly after graduation in 2003. Did a couple of deployments to Iraq, did a couple of years in a, uh, in a sniper team, um, and then uh, finished, finished my time in the Marine Corps and then decided to go to college. Um, but I, I was always kind of drawn to serve uh, initially. I really can't put it to words, but even as a little kid, I think I knew I wanted to do that. Didn't know what a Marine was uh, growing up in Southeast Kansas. There's not a lot of Marines uh, around there. I just knew that they had the, the hardest boot camp um, and was supposed to be smaller and more selective. Uh, and, and we are, you know, we, we still have a little bit higher accession standards than the other branches. Um, so I just wanted to belong to something like that. And uh, as much as I enjoyed the game of, of football, loved football in high school, I was about five foot 11, 160 pounds. And I was uh, kind of slow, small and stupid, which is not a good combination for, for playing football at the next level. So I knew that that wasn't really on the table at that time either. Uh, could maybe have gone on and, and ran track at a JUCO or something if I wanted to. So I enlisted in the Marine Corps and, and did that and uh, then had the opportunity to go back and, and play college football. And instead of being 5'11", uh, 160, I was six foot one, 210, 220 pounds. But uh, the time in the Marine Corps gave me the maturity, you know, vice being, you know, 17, 18 years old. Then I was 22, 23 years old. I had the maturity to be able to self-assess. I had the maturity to be able to kind of look at myself and say, all right, we could have done better here. Uh, you need to cut this out. You need to put this in uh, types of things with, with my habit. And I was a better student as well. I went, I was a terrible student in high school. I was like a 1.87 GPA. Both my parents were teachers. They wanted to kill me, rightfully so. Um, but uh, I was a more oriented student in college because of my, my time in the Marine Corps, because that, that, uh, that imposed discipline, that military discipline translated itself into self-discipline over time. Um, and that's that's kind of what's in our doctrine. And it's what we try to impose. I uh, say impose. That's what we try to reinforce um, for our young folks in their initial enlistment. Tom. I hear you talk about the, the state clinic and listening to Lance Leipold. And I think it's awesome that and I don't really have a question here, but more of a statement. I think it's awesome that we have a guy on here right now that that is in a position of leadership. Uh, but doesn't coach football, but still was able to walk away listening to some other really great leaders like Coach Leipold um, with, with five pages of notes. And I think that just speaks to when you look at what leadership is and we look at self-growth, how you never stop learning, right? And you can always take something away from, from those guys that are doing whatever they're doing at the highest level and apply it to whatever you're trying to do at a high level. So I... I I think that's awesome. I really respect that because I think a lot of other people might just go, I'm here to, I'm here to present this award or whatever it is. Now I'm going to dip out back into the bar and, and have a couple of cold ones or whatnot. But you sat down, opened up a notebook and, and, and took something away. So I, I commend you for that, but I think it also shows that's why, that's why you're in the position that you are in. Paul. Yeah. You know, Tom, I, I think that's one of the things that I took away from the all-star game a lot. You bring these, 40 some players together, they're all on different sheets of paper and different values and everything. And, and through leadership, 
much like the Marines try to bring people together. That's exactly what the all-star game does. And then not only do we do it for football, we really do it for fundraising and, and for the children's hospital. And, and so every time I coach in an all-star game, and I know the Marines are a big part of it, is the whole concept of making somebody a better pers person, a better leader, caring. I have kids walk out of there that came in, didn't really care. And when they're leaving, they're like, man, this has been one of the life altering experiences for me. Yeah, I remember last, oh, go, Major Blackwell. Oh yeah, um, no, I was just gonna say, uh, oh. coming to those two points, um, I think I think what this experience gives them, and I think I think the the students that come from good programs as well, and, and the thing that I'm always trying to reinforce, um, the difference is is when that student athlete starts to kind of come up out of themselves, and they start to uh, see their impacts and see the role that they can play. Maybe you you know, and we we talk about role playing all the time on different team events, right? But the reality is the 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 role that every every young man specifically, I'll say it that way. Every, every young person that we need, and I talk about this when I'm in high schools uh, throughout the school year, um, the role that we need them to, to embrace is you have a lot of strength, you have a lot of talents, you have a lot of energy in your youth. You need to embrace that and you need to refine it. And how are you going to use that to positively influence your community? And, and you got to kind of say it that way for them to understand it, I guess, um, so that they don't see, well, how, how am I going to how am I going to use my strengths uh, in my energy for me, which is what pop culture tells them uh, nowadays, they're just inundated with that, right? So we're kind of fighting that a little bit. Um, but I, I think that's that's the thing that I enjoy seeing about some of these as well, as Coach just alluded to, is where they 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 come out with a little more fire in their belly, ready to uh, be more of an influence for other people, uh, and they're not just worried about it uh, for themselves. And something I took away. Um, from last year's training camp experience, again, you weren't there because you had just made the transition to Milwaukee, but I participated at, at the Whitewater camp with the activity that uh, Captain Olson and, and others ran there. And what was interesting is this was like day three, maybe. Uh, I think it was on Wednesday. So they had been together for you know not that long a time, but they had been together on the football field. So they've been practicing together, be going to meetings and so on. And then you get these, you know, certain leadership qualities came to light, you know, based on football. Well, the activity that was done under the direction of the Marines, um, again, it was teamwork and leadership. A lot of things were a part of this. It was interesting to see guys who had been pretty quiet thus far, at least on the football field or in meetings or, or whatever, they, they kind of took the lead roles in, in that activity. And it was just interesting to see that, you know, some guys were comfortable with some things and some guys weren't comfortable with some things, but everybody had their niche. And I was really pleased to see it during that activity, how, um, you know, people, kind of came forward and showed us something that they hadn't shown us yet in three days. And it took that Marine activity to do so. So that was, that was really cool. And, and, you know, sort of the backup, something that you've said, Major Blackwell, um, I worked in, in guidance department for forever, almost my entire educational career. And I worked very closely. I was the, the uh, military liaison at our school. So I worked very closely with not just the Marines, but all the branches. What always struck me was when I had, and we would get 
you know, couple, three students a year that would enlist in the Marines, those, those students would always come back the next fall. Let's say they, you know, they graduate, they went to boot camp and they come back maybe before Christmas or something. These people would walk in our building and they were completely changed. Like six months later, they were a new person. It's almost, it was scary almost like, you know, and just the yes, sir, no, sir. And, and just, you know, the, 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 their demeanor was so different. And in such a short period of time, they had changed immensely. So, you know, whatever you guys do in the Marines, I'm telling you, it works because I've seen it firsthand and, you know, you know, still stay in touch with some of those people. And they're very, uh, very successful in life. Paul? Um, in Major Blackwell, tell you this, the, the connection between discipline and organization, and just being a good person and being a good team member that goes in the military is exactly what I tried to do as a football coach for 30 years. And maybe I didn't have total control over a kid, but in my program, we always tried to make sure that Football was a secondary thing, and being a good person was the number one thing. And that was my biggest take from the military. I went in the military being a fairly good athlete and everything, but I came out of the military being a great person. And I know that obviously, Tom, Tom, you'll talk about this, that this game, this all-star game, is what I'm talking about when it, it makes you a better person. My favorite part of the all-star game is at the end, when you see their families, and they're talking to their players and taking pictures and doing all this. And I love what they say about a lot of the people are saying this has been a life changing event. Yeah, it certainly is. And again, part of the, I don't know, the, the aura of the game is the fact that we have uh, a partner like the Marines in, in putting this on. And, and, you know, if we look at all the different things that, um, you know, the Marines on game day, the things that, you know, the things that you're involved with, the color guard, the national anthem, the coin toss, you yourself do the, the coin toss. Are you bringing a challenge coin again this year, Major Blackwell? Okay. Bringing bring plenty. Bring oh, plenty. that's great. You know, uh, you, you may not know this, but you're going to present the game ball too this year at uh, the coin toss. Um, you know, certainly in the stadium itself, the, the graphics and the PA reads, commercials on the video board, commercials on the TV broadcast. Uh, you yourself, you get pulled away in, in both of the games that are televised and you do an in-game interview with them. Um, we will be selecting a Marine player of the game for both uh, of the TV games. And we've already talked about, of course, you know, visiting all the, the training camps um, that, um, you know, the, the various teams are, are training at. So, um, your signatures is on that, um, you know, from start to finish come game day. Um, you know, and, and I know there's a lot of planning that goes with all of that. So it, it must not be easy to put together, you know, the color guard perhaps, or, you know, to, to find somebody to do the national anthem. So there's just a lot of networking that's going on behind the scenes. Now, one of the things, though, that um, you're also involved in and, and, you know, being a sponsor of the WFCA, um, you know, one of the things that, that you're involved in, of course, are all the things that our sponsors are involved in. And um, you have already mentioned the clinic, but you guys had a major presence at the clinic 
And, uh, you know, you had an opportunity to address our membership um, uh, right before Coach Fickle uh, did his presentation. What was that like? Uh, that my, my heart started beating a little faster, actually, because uh, uh, I didn't I didn't fully realize when I was going to be speaking. Uh, Captain Olison had said that's eh, going to be right right in front of uh, Coach Fickle. And I, I didn't didn't really put that together until the time the 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 time to speak actually came, came about. Um, but, uh, I was very, very honored, um, especially, especially the, uh, respect that the coaches showed, showed me during, during my time to speak, it got very, very quiet and they were all very, very attentive. Um, but it was, uh, it was great to be able to kind of echo some of my thoughts. I kind of tied it to, um, some of the things that had already been, uh, um, talked about and then just the ability to, um, meet some of the coaches, and um, offer our services to them as well. Uh, you know, the, the reality is um, we're overcoming stigmas to the best of our ability. Yeah, I'm the commanding officer for recruiting command. Uh, yeah, the, the Marine Corps is trying to trying to recruit young people. But the reality is one out of every 10 kids is actually qualified for service nowadays. Um, so we know that majority of majority of our young people are not going to enter ranks for service. However, the the approach that we have, the approach that I want my my command to have is we still want to make an impact on uh, our communities, impact on our teams, impact on our youth. Um, so we do have some things that we can we can offer to reinforce a football coach or a basketball coach or a volleyball coaches um, culture. You know, so it was a great opportunity to be able to kind of articulate that and meet some coaches uh, at the clinic as well. I thought I thought it was awesome. Already looking forward to next year's next year's clinic and uh, you know obviously the the all-star games working with the wfca connecting with with high school coaches and and with uh um, high school players you know it it meets the demographics obviously that that you guys want to work with but it's not just that i mean you you as you've mentioned you have so many different programs that are available um, I, I remember now this is, this is probably nine or 10 years ago. I always have what I call a senior dinner and, uh, at the senior dinner, it, I usually do it in the spring, um, given, you know, I'm back at my old school again as coach. So I haven't gone to it yet, but I will before the season, you know, we get together and we talk about things and set goals and, you know, just that kind of thing, just with the seniors to be, well, um, about nine years ago, I, I invited um, a couple of uh, the Marines that I was working with in relation to the game. And at that time, we had it at uh, this local restaurant that gave us a great deal on chicken wings. We got like chicken wings were a dime, you know, like you could order 500 of them and it didn't really cost you anything. It was crazy. But um, so we had kind of a, a, a wing eating contest. And I want to tell you, one of your guys won it. But um, it was just great to see how the, the Marines at the senior dinner interacted. And it wasn't like some recruiting pitch, you know, it was just like a, a normal kind of conversation and fit right in. And I think that did a lot for our guys. You're talking about stigma, right? So it did a lot for our guys to see them sort of in a relaxed manner. You know, they're not coming to school to recruit or, you know, talk to you in that way, but just to be around and just, being there was was tremendous so you know i'm hoping coaches take advantage of all the things that that you guys have to offer because there are so many things that you have to offer 
Can you think of any special programs going on right now that, that you would like to mention things that, that coaches can take advantage of? Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, coach had his, had his hand up. We'll go to him next, but um, yeah. So quick, uh, quick, quick stories or quick examples here is, um, you know, call an effect of the pandemic. We've had, we've had lots of struggles with our youth being able to pass our aptitude test to get in or just boost their grades so that they can actually graduate. Um, and there's been a handful of times where we've had a, a young person uh, also needs to lose a lot of weight in order to make our session standards. Um, some of, some of the time, uh, we'll put these young people on our study programs with our Marines or in our physical fitness, uh, uh, training programs that they'll do after school three or four times a week. Um, a lot of times those, those young people that enlist themselves in those programs, they don't actually end up joining the Marine Corps. However, they'll end up losing 60 pounds or they'll end up uh, being able to get their high school diploma and they still don't enter service with the Marine Corps. However, my Marine was able to play a role or our program is able to play a role in boosting the, that young person's trajectory. Um, and so we do a lot of things like that um, just across the state. Our, on my recruiting substations that are normally led by a, a staff sergeant, he has three or four Marines. They, they'll, run these, they'll run these things. Specifically here in the summertime, I think I'm booked for 13 or 14 of them this summer. Uh, but we come out to um, uh, we come out to a, a two day practice or we'll come out to a, a summer weights program um, and I'll come out and I'll just do speed school. Uh, I'll talk a little smack. I'll get out. I'll just do some some basic um, uh, speed and agility type warm up type stuff. It takes us about 25, 30 minutes. Uh, and then I'll put them through some uh, reactionary uh, type uh, uh, speed drills. Um, I can't explain all the science behind it. It's all stuff that I learned from my, my coach who's now at, uh, he's the athletic director for the football program at Syracuse uh, now. Really, really good dude. Um, but, uh, but anyway, we'll come out and do that. And I've had a lot of coaches just say, just say thanks because it's a lot of, it's a lot of the things that they're trying to, uh, that, that they, they teach, preach, and, and, uh, and coach. And it's a lot of things that they're in their culture. But they just have somebody come from the outside that says it may be in a different way. Uh, or it delivers it in a different type of energy. Um, so we, we um, offer that as well. Uh, I have a couple of, uh, couple of stations that are doing kind of a before and after. Um, you know, as much as uh, we all enjoy the combine testing, um, we can come out and we can offer a, uh, do a leadership cohesion exercise and offer uh, a metric um, for some other things that we can measure physically at the beginning of the summer and then at the end of the summer. We've had a couple of coaches ask us to do that where my people will come in, they'll put, they'll put the athletes through a bit of a workout. They'll measure how many ammo can presses they can do in two minutes or something like that, or have them run the 880, or there's an obstacle horse and we can put it out on the field and they'll, they'll keep their times. And then at the end of the summer, after the summer weights program, not only is this, the athlete been able to see, okay, I've improved my squat. I've improved my bench, my vertical, my forties a little bit faster. We give them these other, um, uh, metrics as well that are kind of fun uh, that, that we can do. Um, then we can also modify that a little bit. If a coach is looking for something, was like, all right, the, the team's just struggling a little bit this year with role play. They're not, you know, I got some people a little bit selfish. Um, then we can, we can modify uh, what we can, we can do and, and come out and do something where uh, maybe they're going to suffer a little bit together. Uh, and again, we'll reinforce the talking points. We're just going to do it from a different angle. And maybe that'll, maybe that'll help reinforce what the coach uh, is, is wanting to see. And who do they reach out to? I mean, if, if somebody is going to listen to our podcast, do they reach out to their local recruiter? Do they connect with your, 
command directly? What what is the 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 way of of tapping into all these resources? Yeah, so they they can go either they can go either way. They can contact me directly uh, if they would like to. And I'm sure we can put my contact information on the on the podcast here. But uh, you can just get online and you can Google uh, recruiting station Milwaukee uh, for the Marines, and um, um, a picture of my ugly mug will be on the on the command page and there'll be contact information for captain Olson, be contact information for my staff. Um, you can contact us direct directly, uh, or you can just Google your local recruiting station, or if you know your local recruiter, then reach out to them and we'll get something in the books. Somebody was going to say something. I interrupted that Paul, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, first of all, major Blackwell, maybe you might want to take that picture down. Recruiting may go up, you know, put something else up in there. Um, no, yeah. It's, it's really crazy, Tom, because you and I are on the same page. I always had meetings with my seniors. We had a cookout. But one of the things we started doing is we started doing a ropes challenge. The military would come in and do a ropes course for our entire team during two-a-day. And, again, in my end-of-year evaluation, players always said it was a really great experience for them. And so, again, what we did is we just reached out to our local National Guard unit, and they put it together. Obviously, you, you get Marines or whatever, but somebody who's living in a community like in Colfax, Wisconsin, may not have that. They may just have a local unit that they can contact. But the, again, the whole concept is the Marines, the U.S. military is all about helping people. That, that's what they're about. Yeah, that's for sure. And I think all of us can mention, um, you know, times in our life where, you know, you've been impacted by somebody from the military, Marines, you know, whatever. So, um, Major Blackwell, is, is there anything that that uh, we haven't covered that you really wanted to talk about today? Um, you know, again, I know you're a really busy man, and it's it's a Friday, and and we're approaching the weekend here. We're in the afternoon, and and I, I just want to make sure that we've. We've given you the opportunity to to talk about all the things that that you wanted to talk about today. Oh no, I I think it's I think it's been good. I'm looking forward to uh, the looking forward to the event. Uh, like I said, I think this is a great partnership. I really love working with uh, with high school football coaches. That's my plan when I retire here in a few years. I want to teach history and coach high school football and uh, get back on the field that way. So. Uh, I very much believe in what we do. I very much believe in what the game of football can do for a lot of young men. I've seen it um, in, in high school. I've seen it in college. Um, and uh, yeah, re please, coaches that are listening to this, please reach out to me and see if there's something that we can provide for you and your staff and, and for your students. And uh, we'll get out there and we'll get it done. Paul? Hey, Major Blackwell, can you uh, tell the viewing audience, either spell your email or give a cell number or number and maybe do it several times so they can reach out to you. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll just give my personal cell. This, this would be the easiest and, and just shoot me a text message. Uh, but my personal cell phone is area code 760-208-0260. That's a 760-208-0260. Um, probably be better than me trying to read out my entire email kind of an alphabet so well thank you so much for joining us and I, I so look forward to seeing you next week and uh 
you'll probably see me running around the sidelines uh, during the games and I'll be, you know, trying to get you lined up for your TV interview might be the next time or, you know, leading you out there where you should be for the coin toss and so on. But um, again, uh, the WFCA so appreciates our, our partnership uh, with the United States Marines. You guys bring so much to the all-star game and, and we're just so thankful that um, you know you are a part of it, and I'm sure hoping that in the future we can continue this relationship. Yep, sounds good. Thank you for your time today, Jen. It's been been great. And for you know Paul and Tom, again, thank you so much for being a part of this. You guys add so much, and I, I couldn't do this without you guys. And and to our listeners, as always, you know, thank you for listening. And if there's at any point that uh, you know you want to connect with us about something regarding the podcast, please feel free to do so. You can read out, reach out to myself or Paul or Tom. We, we really are interested in, in what you have to say. And with that, um, I'd like to wish everybody a great weekend coming up. And uh, we look forward to you in our next podcast, which will feature uh, Children's of Wisconsin and more talk about the All-Star Game. So long, everyone. Thank you.